name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 183. And before we get started really quickly, we want to say a special shout out and happy birthday to one of our patrons. Happy birthday, Lanessa. Happy birthday, Lanessa. We hope you have a great week. I know it's rough to have a birthday around Christmas. Well, I don't. Kristen does. It, it sucks. I feel for you. I'm so yeah. sorry. So we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Happy birthday. And hope it doesn't get too overshadowed by being around Christmas. <laughs> And in this episode, we are going to be discussing a Christmas horror story, which came out in 2015 and is actually a horror comedy anthology. The comedy is a little loose because it's only really present in some of the anthology here because there are actually four stories that we're following here. And I would really only say the comedy part is present in one of the anthologies, in my opinion, because the other three, I think, were pretty scary or like at least in concept but which one was funny <laughs> i fucking thought the elf zombies were fucking funny no. <laughs> personally i thought that was funny but maybe not how it I ended in a fucking mall massacre but <laughs> i figured you were gonna say like the william shatner part and i'm like that's not funny either no the alcoholism's not funny and him trying to you know track down his Storm and Norman while he's massacring a bunch of people at a mall. Anyways, we'll get there when we get there. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> this does actually so it was funny. Brad was coming to bed when I was watching this and or I was starting it. I started it around like nine o'clock one night and and he I got him to kind of pay attention because I was like, Yeah, it's a Christmas horror movie that's got William Shatner in it. And he was like, Oh, for real? <laughs> so I didn't realize it was an anthology until I started getting into it and realized that nothing was really going to connect. And it was going, you know, like trick or treat, you know, it was going back and forth between all of these people in this town, but no one was related to each other. And it was just kind of all of these individual stories. Yeah, but trick or treat still kind of connected at the end. Yeah. This didn't end, but kind of did. Spoiler alert. I didn't like this movie. Really? At all. At all. No, disagree. I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh. I had a good time with it. I thought it was fun. There was one thing that I didn't like. I did not like the ending of this film in one of the anthologies. I liked all of the, you know, I, I can see, you know, if you were wanting everything to tie together, at least in some way, then I definitely could see that that would be i don't know if that's what your complaint is but it doesn't really tie together in a neat little bow that being said i did like all of the stories on their own individual basis but i do think it would definitely be one of those where if they were made as full-length films you know in a 90 second or 90 minute film we'd be like this could have been a short film so mm -hmm. i could see where making an anthology film would condense these things into you know better storytelling because I, I, I think they that's were just creating. i think that's just my problem with anthology films mm -hmm. i uh this is terrible of me i think it's a cop-out i think anybody can do a short film they do them all the time but for you to actually make a film that is good for an hour and a half two hours that's a lot harder so i think making an anthology is a cop-out I think I like Trick or Treat because they all come together in the end. It's all a story of Halloween. This is, even though it says a Christmas horror story, it's not. It 
it's not about Christmas. Changelings are not Christmas mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, there is a story about changelings, and there's a story of a possession, which just happened to have have a murder tied into it at on Christmas Eve. You know, maybe I could see that. You know, them coming out with kind of these spooky tales around Christmas. You know, being kind mm-hmm. of a misnomer, maybe because mm-hmm. things happen in the winter, like the changeling story. They go and they lose their kid to a changeling by getting a Christmas tree, you know, mm-hmm. and things like that. But, you know, f- for the most, the actually the only thing, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, I guess, but in one of the, well, let's do it now. I guess. One of the anthologies is there is a Santa Claus and he is in his workshop and all of his elves start getting sick with a virus and they all start turning into zombies and he is fighting his way through his workshop and having to butcher all of his elves because they're zombies and he's got to and he's got to protect his Mrs. Claus and his Mrs. Claus eventually gets sick and in this same story you find out there's a radio DJ in this town who is also trying to connect with his meteorologist who is at this canned food drive I believe it was at this mall and who can just never quite get him on the radio and it cuts back to the Santa Claus, and he's he thinks it's Krampus that's doing all this. And so at the end, it's this epic battle between Santa Claus and Krampus, which is like, you kind of like build up to it for this entire story of this anthology. And it yeah, gets that's started. like even how it starts. Right. And it's on the cover and everything. Mm-hmm. And it gets started, and it ends very quickly because you realize this meteorologist who's hated Christmas this whole time was actually hallucinating and just all these elves he was killing were actually real people at this canned food drive at this mall that was in lockdown that we've kind of been hearing snippets from this radio DJ who was William Shatner just getting drunk on the air this whole time. And so what he wasn't actually Santa. There was no Santa fighting zombies. He was just hallucinating the entire time and when he was battling Krampus it was just this poor mall employee and so he was just butchering a bunch of people yeah that's the only part I did like I did like the twist at the end of that like that was cool I actually did not like that (laughs) (laughs) oh my god we're so different on this one well and the only reason was because I was waiting for that epic Santa Krampus battle yeah I wanted it because it was on the cover And it was really cool seeing Santa be a badass. It was kind of like that Rise of the Guardians moment, you know, from that Mm -hmm. animated film back in, like, what, 2013 or whenever that came out. It was really cool watching Santa go around and chopping shit in half, like, with these zombies. And I was like, yes, you know, (laughs) you get to see Santa Claus be awesome. And then it was just this maniac that was killing a bunch of innocent people on Christmas. I didn't mind the twist. I just, I was like, oh, I mm-hmm. wanted a Krampus battle. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could see that, yeah. Because that would have been cool, too. Yeah. And it was cool for a minute until he, like, snapped out of it and then was shot and killed yeah. by the police. And that might not make a lot of sense until you actually watch it. Because anthologies are kind of difficult to talk about. Because it's not like they do, here's the first story, here's the second story, here's the third story, and then here's the fourth story. You know, well, Some of them do. Like, right, right. There are plenty that do, and I don't know. It makes more sense that way. But yeah, like with Trick or Treat, it makes sense if you're going to go back and forth between all these stories because they're kind of connected. 
these aren't connected. So why not just do one story at a time? I think, you know, for me, I was trying to figure out if they would be connected. You know, the only thing that was kind of connected was like in the beginning, you see these, you know, one girl in one story leaves with her family and her friends go down into a, into a school to investigate. And so you kind of see, you know, it's all in this same town, which is very, you know, but that's pretty much it. It's pretty much just, this town is plagued by all of these things. And that's pretty much the only tie together you get is that it's all happening in the same town. Yeah. No. And like the changeling story, the dad is a cop and he went into that building, the suicide building. Right. And saw something, but you never hear about what he saw. Yeah. You just kind of like the, you kind of get a little bit of it when the, so there are a group of teenagers going into this school and they have decided to do a, an investigative piece into the murders of two students and they go into the basement and you, they watch some cop footage before they even go in. And you can kind of see one of the cops was this dad of the kid that ends up being a changeling. And you see that he saw some fucked up bodies of these two kids and some writing on a wall. That's pretty much all you know. One of the kids in the basement was the DJ's grandson, too. So that's just like another weird thing. So they kind of put little things that tied every character together. But there wasn't like a moment like at the end when, you know, Krampus came after all of them. And Krampus was behind like all of these devious things and it tied into like a little bow mm -hmm. you know yeah but that didn't really bother me because I liked all of the individual stories and like I would like watch it again for each individual story you know yeah but like it's so let's talk about the teenagers for a second we'll just stay on one story they go into this basement they get locked in there and these two kids were murdered the year before. One looked like he was basically crucified to the wall in there. And another one was basically mutilated and hung from the ceiling, I believe. And there was something written in blood and it was like unto us. A son is born, I think is what it said. Mm -hmm. And so they go down there. The only girl among two guys gets possessed by a ghost and she has sex with both of them while she's possessed. One gets her pregnant, and we find out that the ghost of a pregnant teenager named Grace, who died when the school was a, co a convent after the nuns gave her an abortion, possessed her to basically get her pregnant. And the ghost got her pregnant and kills both the kids, the, the boys. And then lets her out and she just leaves yep. yeah, very Christmassy <laughs> yeah and then the second story is the changeling story so they go this family mom dad son go into the woods and we've talked about changeling films on here before so this is once I saw him shoveling food in his mouth I was like oh he's a fucking changeling got mm -hmm. it he goes into the woods, he gets lost, and then they find him, and he's not himself. He's not talking. All of a sudden, he doesn't have his ailments. Like, he had asthma, and all of a sudden, he's not coughing, doesn't need his inhaler anymore. 
And then he comes home and he's just like shoveling food into his mouth, stabs his dad with a fork, not talking, and then like crawling on the ceiling, you know? Yeah, and like giving mom an orgasm in her sleep. Like, that's great. Yeah. Not awkward at all. Yeah. And that was actually like, I saw him crawling on the ceiling and shit. Like, that gave me a decent amount of anxiety. The changeling did. I was like, that's fucking creepy. Like, mm-hmm. kids just, mm-mm. and he kills the dad, which I thought, like, there were some times that I was like, okay, the movie actually went there and like killed people. It didn't just like make everything like okay. Like, not everyone mm-hmm. gets out alive. It did that in the Krampus one too, that we'll get to. Like, the changeling kills the dad chops his hand off and then the mom decides to take him back to the woods after talking to the guy that owns the land and he basically says like oh you're that's not your kid and when she gets back there he's like oh i can't help you find your son because it's up to the changelings whether they're going to give him back or not and kim shoots the guy that owns the land which was such a bad idea you're just gonna you're not gonna get away with that you know that right. way. It's like, and then the changelings decide to, they're like, oh, you shot our caretaker. Here's your kid back. <laughs> right. Respect. That's <laughs> the changeling story. And then there's a family that deal with Krampus. Like, yeah, I kind of liked that story. There's a, that's so interesting. You didn't like that one? I didn't dislike it. I think it was just my least favorite. <sighs> Which yeah, is- I kind of like, so basically they go to grandma's house and grandma has all these creepy statues and one of them is a Krampus and the teenage daughter steals it and it kind of brings Krampus forth. Ish. Yeah, and then she turns into Krampus. I think that's what I didn't like. I didn't like that mm. she turned into Krampus. Okay, that's fair. Because like, and another, I did like though, like I said, these stories go there. They don't like... In a lot of these stories and movies, like, everyone ends up being okay. Not mm-hmm. in these fucking stories. Almost everyone dies. Mm-hmm. So there's no happy ending. And in this one, it's a family of four. And the first one to die is, like, the 13-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Like, they just watch their child get fucked by Krampus. And then the dad goes, and then the mom goes, and the one left standing is the teenage girl, and then she ends up turning into Krampus. And I was like, wait a second. (laughs) I don't get it. And apparently it had to do with anger, like her anger Mm -hmm. towards her family that caused this to happen. That's how she turned into Krampus, to attack that old bat in the first place. So, yeah. And then, of course, there's the the one that I mentioned where it's zombies, but it's not zombies. Yeah. So those are all the anthologies in this Christmas horror story. Now, what's interesting here is the split on Rotten Tomatoes, it kind of splits like we do. So the critics gave it an 83 and the audience gave it a 46. Damn. What's also interesting is there's only 23 critic reviews and there's only 500 plus audience ratings. So this didn't get a lot of traction, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if there was like much of a wide release or, or what happened here. Like it released, okay. It released in Canada. It doesn't look like it had a wide United States release. And so I guess it was a smaller film. So, because I'd never really heard of it, you know. 
Yeah, I heard about it. One of our YouTubers that we watch, not Chris Stuckman, but we have a horror. She's her channel's called Possessed by Horror, mm-hmm. and she talked about this as one of her favorites of the year, or was like favorite Christmas horror or something. I don't know. It popped up, and I was like, I'll try it. You know, I I think that it's. <laughs> It's definitely not super... None of these stories are super sophisticated. They've definitely all been done before, but I like this Krampus more than I liked Krampus. Like the yeah, he film. was pretty cool looking. He was, and I wanted more of him. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's why like, I was so disappointed when I didn't get the Santa versus Krampus face-off. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's another thing too. Like the whole time I was like waiting for Santa to come fuck up Krampus to stop all of this, the changeling. And like, mm-hmm. I kind of thought the whole time maybe Krampus like controlled, like, you know, all of the bad things that happened around Christmas. I don't know, the ghost, mm-hmm. or the changeling. I know that's kind of like outlandish, but maybe, it you know, cool. Who knows? I don't know, mate. But no, there was actually no like, you know, Santa didn't really have anything to do with it because Santa was a delusional man at a mall slaughtering people. Right. So, which is fine. But I just really wanted Santa to swing in and save everyone, but <laughs> everyone died before that could happen, and Santa wasn't real. The Krampus was real, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I actually liked this movie, I think, more than I liked Krampus. So, interesting little tidbit of information. <laughs> do with that what you will. And I think it was because I don't, when plot lines jump around a lot, that can either keep me interested or let me go. And every time it switched, I was immediately like interested in what was happening again. So yeah, this one for me gets a four out of five. Wow. Yeah. Once Mm -hmm. again, we don't split often, but I think it's like the second one this month. We had Frozen to start off and uh, two for me. I hated this film. Won't watch it again. (laughs) I struggle with anthologies, man. Yeah, and that's fair. I thought that I would struggle more. I actually didn't like Trick or Treat that much. I love Trick or Treat. Oh, my God. Okay, so anthologies are (laughs) differing. Yeah, and I think I need to revisit Trick or Treat because the first time I watched it, I just, I I don't know. I just wasn't really into it. Like, I like Sam, and I like everything that he stands for. I think I just need to revisit it and get into the mode of anthology because I don't think I realized – Trick or Treat was an anthology and then I watched mm. it not I mean I knew like when I was watching it that I was watching an anthology but then all these years of Trick or Treat being hyped up and then it being an anthology I just was expecting more of a story you know what I mean mm-hmm. I get so that. I think I need to just go back into Trick or Treat but like I didn't rewatch it this year you know so mm-hmm. I was just kind of like man but this one as soon as I realized it was an anthology I was like into it so hmm. I think I need to revisit Trick or Treat and try that again but yeah, this one I actually liked more than Trick or Treat as an anthology, which I think that's like heresy in our world. So <laughs> right. I will try that again and I will report back. But I actually really enjoyed this one. Kristen didn't. So if you've seen this one, let us know whose side you're on. Because this is like one of those, you know, survey wars, which we haven't released the results to our Halloween survey. We'll do that in the year end wrap up. I'm kind of excited to go through our little survey picks there that we did for Halloween. That'll be yeah, fun. Yeah, I think we should do another one for like the Super Bowl or something like our like brackets. Yeah, like yeah. best final girl or something. I was asking Brad how to do that and he told me he would teach me how to do the generators. So Okay. Well he needs yeah. to teach you that because that's gonna be fun. Yeah. 
So keep an eye on our Instagram for that. And speaking of socials, you can follow us on everything as the Extra Sisters Podcast, except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you'd like to join our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters Podcast. And once again, happy birthday, Lanessa. And next time, homework, cheerleading practice, killing vampires. No one said high school would be easy. Till then, stay creepy. <laughs>